And yes, it's true that around us are abundance of opportunities, unlimited almost opportunities of doing a mitzvah, even doing something mundane like eating or sleeping. If you have the right kavana use, also turn it to mitzvah. Every second in this world is an opportunity to do mitzvahs. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is the Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This week, Parshas Miketz, dreams come true. Shalom to everyone. I want to share with you an idea brought down by Rav Eliyahu Lapian on our Parsha, which I think connects to the essence of what Hanukkah is about. As we all know, there's the famous dreams the Paro had in this Parsha, through which they took Yosef out of jail, and here he is in front of Paro explaining to him what his dreams represent. And he says, the seven cows, the skinny cows, that eat the fat cows, it's going to represent the following. That first there'll be seven years of abundance like you've never seen. Every, a ton of food around you. But then, after those seven years, there's, there are going to come seven years of famine. And the famine is going to be so extreme that you're not even going to remember that once upon a time in history, there was a time of abundance of food. And that is represented by the skinny cows eating the fat cows. And then goes on Yosef to tell Paro, this is what I think you should do. You should find someone that is very smart, that has a lot of wisdom. As the Pasuk says, he said to him, bring in Ish Navoin Vichochom and let him be in charge of Mitzrayim to ensure that during the seven years of abundance, he stores everything properly in an organized way. He has to have a whole logistical system over here to ensure that during the time of need, which will come, those seven years of hunger, there will be food for everyone. The question Rav Pian Zatzal asks, why is Yosef saying to Paro, you need to find a wise person? If it were up to me, I would say you need to find someone very organized, loyal, ne'eman person that you can trust, that has logistical skills, that's not necessarily represented by someone that's smart. I know many people that are very smart. And Dafka, those are the people that are very messy, not as organized. So why is it that Yosef is telling Paro, this is what you need to do. You need to find a person that is very smart. Ish chochom v'novlin. Ad kan And he wants to answer the following. What do we know? It says, Ezu chacham. Chazal tell us, Ezu chacham is able to see what will be in the future. You need a smart person because only a smart person that can continuously think what's going to be in the future will be able to overcome the idea, yes, I live in a life of abundance now, but that's now. I have to think about the future. What's the long-term plan? You can't just live the moment. You have to also think future-wise what's going to happen. Only a person that is wise will continuously think about the future and through that, he'll be able to continue and ensure that the systems are all up and running in every second of the day to ensure that they keep storing food during those seven years of abundance. And if he wasn't a smart person, not an ish chacham v'novoin, a person that also has this special wisdom that can learn one thing from another, which we know that's the definition of novoin, not only chacham, and he can figure out what's going to happen only such a person can save the day 
will save the world as we know at the end, and ensure there'll be food during the time of famine. This is a very emistika idea, very nice. But what does this have to do with us? So the truth be told, this has everything to do with the Jew and Hanukkah. And why is that? Because we live in a life of abundance. Abundance of opportunities to learn Torah, to do mitzvahs, to do chesed. As we know, Mesil Sishayim says, that's exactly why Hashem set us up in this world. This world is a time for us to seize the opportunities of doing mitzvahs and learning Torah and doing chesed, working on our midos and getting closer and closer to HaKadosh Baruch working up the ladder of spirituality, which is why we were put here. Because this hallway, as the Mesil Sishayim says, this world is a hallway for us to reach Olam Abba. And yes, it's true that around us are abundance of opportunities, unlimited almost opportunities of doing a mitzvah. As we know, we spoke about this in the past, even doing something mundane like eating or sleeping, if you have the right kavana, you also turn into mitzvah. If you have kavana, I'm doing this, so I have koyach to do chesed with people, to learn tomorrow morning, to be oived Hashem. Every second in this world is an opportunity to do mitzvahs. And it's hard to always acknowledge that and live consciously with that idea. Just like it's hard in a time of abundance of food to think about the future of what are we going to do when there's not going to be food. And that's exactly what we're going through, each one on his own personal level. In the next world, the time will be up for us to perform mitzvahs. It's only now, that time in Olam Abba is a, is a place that HaKadosh Buhu set up for us to get our dividends of the work we did here. But this is the time to work on doing mitzvahs and getting closer to HaKadosh Buhu. And this is exactly what the Yavanim, the Greeks, tried to take away from us. They didn't care that we'll live it up in this world from a physical perspective. They didn't want to get rid of us as people, which they the Goyim did try to do that on Purim, but not in Hanukkah, as we know. That's why in Hanukkah we, sp- we celebrate it more in a spiritual way. Whereas in Purim, we also celebrate physically by having a Seuda, Mishloch Manois, Matanus Levionim, etc., etc. But Hanukkah, it's lighting the Menoira and being Mehalel and Meshabach Hashem. It's all spiritual because they try to get rid of us spiritual, from a spiritual perspective. And we know that this is precisely why Hashem put us here to work ourselves up and seize the opportunities we have around us to grow from a spiritual perspective. And the Yavanim tried to take everything that had Kedusha away from us, Rosh Chodesh, Bris Milo, Shabbos, learning Torah, and the list goes on. And we have to realize that now, Hanukkah, from a certain perspective, is the most relevant holiday, most relevant Chag that we have. Because the Western culture, even though we can't Say it's one person or a certain nation that's responsible here, but the Western culture is seeping even into us. And they represent exactly the opposite of spirituality. Just like all the commercials says, live it up, coke, enjoy life, etc., etc. But we don't come from that perspective. We, our tradition, our Masoit is to always ensure we grow spiritual, spirituality. Spirituality is what it's all about. We want to grow in the spiritual sense. Yes, we enjoy food and that, but that's for earning Shabbos. That's a Hechshel Mitzvah. That's to have Koyach to be Oyved Hashem. And we know already we spoke in the past, true happiness is when you go from a spiritual perspective.
This is all, also hinted in the name of, of Chanukah. Chanukah, which means him Chanu, they rested, they dwelled after the fighting on Kafe. Chanu, Chanu, they dwelled, they rested on Kafe Kislev after the war. The question begs itself, usually when you win a war, you conquer something, you win, you, 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 the name of the holiday is based on the fact that you won, not on the fact that you rested. But according to what we're saying, it's perfect. They fought us to ensure we don't do spiritual things. So the whole fight from our perspective, the whole matara, the goal was to, to tell them to lay off of us. Just let us live our Jewish life, the true lifestyle, which is we know what Hashem put us here for. And therefore we're celebrating the fact that we can rest now and continue our lives properly, to grow in the ladder of spirituality, to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I would just like to end with a famous story, or a mashal, I should say, that I think brings this idea home. Before I do, I want to mention one other idea. Then Parashas Ekev also shows this similar idea. It says, Vaya Ekev tishmeun That we should listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all the mitzvahs and to perform the mitzvahs. Anna Rashi says, Im ha-mitzvahs ha-kalois she-adam dash based on the Tanchuma. That there's so many mitzvahs that we look at them as, oh, they're, they're leichter mitzvahs. They're not as heavy. They're not so big. Ah, it's not so important. But it's not like that. Every mitzvah is important. As we know, Chazal tell us, don't try to judge which mitzvah is kala, which one's chamoa. Do everything the same. You're never going to have another opportunity. The Goy Mivilna cried on his bed before he passed away. And his Talmudim said, what? You're going to the best place now. What's the problem? He goes, Look at the tzitzis that's on me. I'm getting a mitzvah every second I have this on. When am I going to have this opportunity again? That's it. The time's coming up. It's going to be game over. I'm not going to have the opportunity to gain and grow more in, in a spiritual sense. I'll, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll reap the benefit in the world to come. But I want more opportunities to do mitzvahs. This is how we should live our lives. And this is exactly what the Yavani and the Greeks tried to take away from us. We'll end with the story I just promised. Once upon a time, there were two countries that had a big fight, a big war broke out, and one king realized it's just a lose-lose situation. We have to find a way of making peace. So he told his whole nation, whoever comes with a brilliant idea to stop this war, I promise him five minutes in my treasure house, no matter what. And so, so it was that one person in his nation was able to tell him an idea, an amazing Eitzah, a suggestion of what to do in order to stop the war. And indeed the war stopped. The king now didn't know what to do. On the one hand, he has to abide by his promise. He doesn't want to look like a clown. On the other hand, he really didn't want this person to have the ability to go into his treasure house and take so much of his stuff away. It's going to be worth millions that he's going to take away from him. So he consulted with one of his people and he said, listen, I did homework on this guy. I know exactly what he likes. He loves violins and guitars. And we're going to set something up. And so they did. They brought the best guitarists, violinists. They were all playing together. Amazing instruments. Something, excuse the pun. And so the time started. He went into the treasure house. He had five minutes and he saw so many things he wanted to take. He started running. He was trying to be focused and get these, the jewelry, the stones, the expensive stones, everything, money, gold, silver. And suddenly he hears this unbelievable music that he appreciated so much. And he had to stop and listen to it. And then he reminded himself and had to find himself off. Wait, 
I have to be focused. I have to be focused. My goal is here to take as many, mainly jewelry that I can, as many nice stones, expensive stones. But then again, the music got him. And so, and so it went until he gets a tap on his shoulder. Your time is up. And he barely managed to take anything out of the treasure house. That's the mashal. The nimshal is obvious. We over here in this world have only a certain time in this world, in this pozdol, this hallway to Eilam This is our, our, our only opportunity, once in a lifetime opportunity to gather these jewels, which are the mitzvahs. HaMitzvah she'adam dash be'akevav. We have to ensure that we're always focused, a person like a chacham, Venavoin, a wise person that we realized, we look to the future and we realize there's going to come a day that it's going to be game over. No more opportunities to collect mitzvahs, to collect these jewels. We, however, have an advantage over this person that went to the treasure house. He didn't know the pitfall that was waiting for him. But we know. HaKadosh Buhu tells us what life is all about. Chazal tell us. And they even tell us how to fight back. We have to learn Musar that will be a continuous reminder to us what life's all about. HaKadosh Buhu gave us the Torah HaKadoshah that, that will fire off the Yitzharah that's trying to always convince us to do this and do that. Just enjoy life like the Western culture, which is the biggest Yitzharah right now, trying to seep into us. All the gadgets that are, that are out there, they have one thing in common. Yes, they can help you in certain things, but at the end of the day, they're time killers. Time is the most sacred thing we have. It's an opportunity to collect mitzvahs and to go into Olam Baba in a, the best fashion we can. Have a good Shabbos and a meaningful Chalakah. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website prismoftorah.com where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast Leave us a review and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.